Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotman. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the uh, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotman. Hot, 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 Put it up on a higher pedestal, Joe. A higher pedestal? Yeah. As opposed to a. You just dropped something straight in that wine bottle. Did I? Yeah. Out of that bottle. Straight out of my mouth. Now you put your finger in it. You, you expect me to taste that wine now, do you? Hang on, it is. Now you've dropped something in it and put your finger in it. It's the missing basil. Hang on. <laughs> you don't even think about it. Basil? G'day viewers and welcome to Radio Hotlap episode 197, that light-hearted and zany podcast that takes a look at the world of motor racing. 197. Are you sure? Yeah, because yeah, we did one in 196 previously. The last sure? one was 196. I'm sure it's 196. Sure it's not higher? No, it's 196. Okay, that's all right. I'm, all right, I'm checking. You're getting me off on a bad start. Like I said, 197. That light-hearted and zany podcast that takes a look at the world of motor racing, full emerging technologies, gadgets and barbecues, and crunching in the mouth of people to get the numbers wrong. But nonetheless, my regular co-host, our, and the show's regular co-host for that matter, JP, is here, who's done more miles than me in a car recently. Absolutely have. Long trip to Bathurst, and then a long trip back via Melbourne. Hung out to dry. Mm. You can't trust anybody here, one hint of a lift to Port Macquarie and Andrew Medici's buddy Cirrus. Is it Cirrus? Cirrus. Are you Cirrus? Anyway, and he's away. I was away. You were. But, but like, it was unfortunate that the plane took off at 28 minutes past 10 um, on the Sunday morning at Bathurst. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> I was a little bit, and then, and then Andrew goes, all right, now what, what frequency are we listening to this? And I said, oh, can I turn the phone on? He goes, yeah, no worries. Like, so it was actually quite interesting to be flying out of there and getting 3G and mobile coverage. So I thought, oh, that's worthwhile. Take a photo and, and um, you know, text, and you texting a few photos to a few people. <laughs> yeah. It was actually, it was an interesting trip because, um, yeah, it was pretty bumpy coming up. Uh, it does about 190 knots. And um, I think I had a feeling like, Andrew must have had a late night, or, or he had a bit of, he had a night. I know. He had, he had, I don't know, but he had a race at 7, 10 in the morning. And we, we, we're cruising up there, and the thing does 15,000 feet, and then he's going on about something, about a, mumbling about something about a headache, and I, and he goes, you, you got those tubes around? And like, I thought, oh, you need some headache tablets, so I'm going, oh, whatever. Um, anyway, there was, what he was actually trying to do was get the, or, or the, um, the oxygen system, uh, running so there's oxygen coming from the top of the plane. So it's like yeah. you're at fifteen thousand feet, you know, only for a moment. You probably, you know, just to avoid getting a. a what are you doing? You're playing. No, come on, I'm listening. I'm listening. Is um, you, you're probably better off to put some some oxygen on. And so I didn't really know what he was on about because of because of the height you were at. Well, I didn't think of it, and I just thought, oh, he's going something about headache, and then he's putting this, and I thought, oh, God, is he sick? Right. <laughs> I got up and, the, 
and a small plane with a bloke. He's, he looked like he was about to pass out. Well, you know, sure enough, he did actually pass out. Fell asleep. Well, the autopilot on. Oh, well, that's all right, as long as the autopilot Well, I, I assume the autopilot on was on because we weren't falling out of the sky. But then as I looked down, there was a red, a red flashing light which said oxygen 0%, uh, empty. And, uh, and I went, um, Andrew, and, he, <laughs> and, well, and he goes, no, don't worry, John, there's, there's 20 more minutes or something, you know, or an hour's worth left there. And anyway, I said, but, th- and Warren, the other guy who was with us said, oh, thank you for giving a good eye on that sort of stuff. It's good to have an extra eye. Anyway, we landed pleasantly in Port Macquarie and the weather was, was certainly much nicer and sort of went tracked over. Um, Singleton and clearly Andrew is a, a very very experienced in that he's got ratings for everything and in fact oh, right, so night night or instrumentation yeah. the light yeah. and, 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 and as he pointed out look you've got to have a plane that can fly by instruments and someone who can fly by instruments otherwise what's the point you're sort of exactly yeah. you're, you're sort of a bit stuck and you know anyway good on him he's, 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 um, he's as cluey as, in a plane as he is in a race car so um Oh, that's good. Yeah, that was good, and thanks very much, Andrew, for the, for the lift back. And it was, you know, then I went down to um. So you could thank Andrew for the lift back, and I can thank folks for his company. <laughs> we'll get onto that later. <laughs> but, and I'll tell you about. Yeah, look, before we get on to motor racing, you know, yeah. most importantly, drinking time. What do you reckon? Well, I'm on the uh, Peroni Superleggera. That'll Once be, again, that means that uh, tarmac rallying is coming up in a couple of weeks. It time. is. That's right. Out at um, the Otago uh, High Country. High I've country, actually yeah. got a list on the printer, so remind me to go and get that because they this uh, this event they're now moving to their more modern cars. So yes, Kevin Leakes jumps into Super Legger. Yep, and uh, excellent segue, Jaco. Mm, he does. While you munch on the and um, the I've also got paddo. I've also got the uh, bit of wine here that I was going off about with the basil and the uh, whatever else you were dropping in it, um, which I understand is a uh, Wolf Blast something very special. When I got back a couple of nights ago from Brisbane Central. Um, which is basically, you know, the other end of coming back from the trip with you to Bathurst, hence no show last week. Um, Andrew said, look, fine wine by manager, mm-hmm. FWVN, said, there's, there's actually some, some, some wine stands, so just, just help yourself. And I said, all right. He said, no, no, they're just down the bottom of the stairs. So I did. And we came back last night. What were you drinking? This, what I'm well, I'd, I'd, said, I'd said to him, look, mate, in the night before I came in, I always like to cook a meal when I get in the night. Yeah. But I've arrived back. And that, um, not too badly delayed by Qantas, and it was quite a pleasant flight back. Got back here, did some dinner, and I said, look, Andrew, we've got nothing in the house. I mean, it seriously was empty. And he goes, oh, I've been very busy. I said, busy eating. Not shopping. <coughs> said, busy leave a hundred on the counter, and I'll, I'll do some shopping tomorrow. Cause we don't have a... Come on, mm. you know, okay. kitty as such is all just easy. But I thought, well, cross, there's this stuff in here, just chuck a hundred and I'll go and do some shopping. He goes, no, yeah, no worries. Well, of course, in the morning there's no hundred, was there, being no. an Englishman? That's right. 
And um, so and then I grabbed one of these bottles, and when he came in, he went, oh, what are you having? And he, and he, he cracked it. Oh, he cracked, cracked it. it. Almost cracked it. Right. And he goes, those bottles are, my God, I didn't say I had those. They're worth $100. Oh, so? And I said, well, you should have well, left your $100 on the counter. <laughs> That's right. And I wouldn't have opened the bottle. So what is it? It's a Wolf Blast Black Label. 30th edition. 30th vintage. 30th vintage Wolf Blast Black Label. To make matters worse, I thought it was actually ordinary. With the very embossed um, vine leaf and all the gold medals and all the other stuff happening and a bit of uh, matte varnish texture, gloss varnish. I just didn't think it was any good. It's a very uh, 2002 Shiraz Cab Sav Malbec. Okay. Well, you're drinking it. What do you think of it? So, well, I've just had one little tiny sip, but I'm going to have another one now. Well, well, actually, while you do that, because it's worthwhile having in in conjunction... It's not got much of a nose, unlike you. (laughs) Or the dog. Good evening, Russ. (laughs) Hello, Russ. (laughs) Look, the dog's... She's giving us a hump to normal. Yeah, definitely. Um, Considering you're having that, you might as well try this. This is the gold label. This is what I meant to have. This is the poverty one, the 2009 gold label Shiraz, so... Well, this black label, I have to say, have a little is bit of a very, very smooth, but not as explosive on the palate as I would have expected it to be. Right, yeah, you have to say. There we go. That, that's the gold. So this is the gold now. And this, oh, this, oh, this is a straight Shiraz, is it? Ah, correct. So that's got a lot more fruitiness in it. It's a bit more peppery, um, and it's definitely not quite as smooth. But um, I wouldn't have thought there was a huge difference. Probably not the uh, not what you'd expect for the money monetary difference. At least a hundred, hundred, yeah, hundred. When would so. you spend six hundred dollars on wine? Well, he's got no money. Exactly. Look, he's buying the car and the iMac now. Look, 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 look at his new computer. <laughs> it's just it's just that his OS updated to line. <laughs> yeah, he's actually lucky. happening in the uh, currently. It's a current <laughs> update. He doesn't have to pay for that neither. Why would he? Mm, it's quite pleasant. Black label, but I yeah. But it's nice to have. Can I just sure, sorry right? without? Can I just which is well, the black? That one. He said, "What's that? Got two days worth of air into it." No, you drove it yesterday. No, yesterday. Yeah, well, it's. I just. Air, I just. I don't know. I just, it, I'm just not. Put not, it this I'm way. Sophisticated enough to work that out. For a hundred, I'm not sophisticated. Hundred bucks. I reckon I've had better sixty or seventy dollar bottles. I've had better five dollar ones. But it's interesting the old Wolf Blast because that's the that is that black label <laughs> is the traditional Wolf Blast label. Yeah. Before he merged with Mildara and did all the other stuff and got bought out by Foster. But I never liked Wolf Blast in the blah. first place. I did his, we did a book for him on his, I'm trying to think how long ago it was. If that's the 50th anniversary, this probably would have been the 25th anniversary of uh, Wolf Blast. And um, when I was working in the printing industry, we did this super deluxe, it was like a box set of um, a full uh, book with the history of Wolf Blast since he got to Australia and what he's done and all the rest of it, all nice, lots of glossy colour pictures and all that sort of stuff. And then there was a bottle of port, a special wharf blast port uh, that came with it, and something else, I can't remember what the other bit was. And anyway, we did all the repro at the place I was working at at the time. And uh, and I gave it to my dad for his 65th when he retired, I think, if I remember correctly. And yeah, that was very nice. But 
That's a long time ago now. It was indeed. But we'll get on and talk about, you know, what's going on in the in the world of racing and the trip back from Bathurst and all that sort of stuff and what went on. Uh, but beforehand, just just to pause for a moment, and, and um, it's up to you if you wish to say something, but I'd rather just have a very, a very quick statement, you know, just to say... About Dan. About Dan. And yeah. rather, what I'm going to say is that I think a lot of people have said enough and it doesn't need this show to be dragging it down to, you know, like... You know, no, there's, no. there's all sorts of stuff out there. There is, there's heaps of Suggest stuff. Suggest what right. you do is you go back and listen to episode yeah. 183, where mm. I was with Dan in uh, Indianapolis in uh, in May. Um, suffice to say that um, it, that I, that really did knock me. I personally it knocked me around, and it mm. really it, it well, ran. you rang me as soon as you heard the news, yeah. and you were definitely knocked around. And I had to fuck. And I was a bit anyway, spaced I, out when I heard, but you know, I, I don't. I want to. Mm. It's a little bit too close to home for me, so... It's not, not something we should dwell on, on, on no, I don't exactly. believe. And unfortunately, we have two shows um, you know, in a row where um, we have to say condolences you know, yes. with Steve Jobs mm. before. The funny thing about that, JP, is I did a little bit of... you know, I remember back in my mind, I didn't do any research, but back in 1985... Um, uh, at Nurburgring, um, Manfred Winkelhock was killed in a uh, in a sports car race, and a week later, um, Stefan Belloc was killed in a sports yes. car race at Spa. Remember that? Then you get um, uh, you, you you get the um, the accident at uh, Imola um, with Roland Ratzenberger with yes. Senna the next day. Senna, yeah. I mean, and then you know you get you know get these combinations of things, and then. I can't think of the last time there was a fatality in Indy. I think it was actually not Indy, it was Indy Lights and a, a guy called Jeff Krosnoff. But um, it's, you know, and then there's, there's, there's Brocky and stuff like that. But definitely the Dan Weldon um, uh, tragedy has, 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 has it's, it's been a cu- tough couple of weeks. So It has been a very, very tough couple anyway, of weeks. Anyway, um, that's, uh, please, listen to episode 183 because... Uh, right there, and and um, and uh, I, I posted up on Facebook a photo of, of I just had a, a, a Dan in a very small environment, with no one else around, and I thought it, it was, as I said, the way I'd like to remember him. So for sure, I noticed that um, the uh, overseas uh, V8 drivers for this weekend, for this round in the Gold Coast, um, the internationals who are members of the British Racing Drivers Club, are all going to be running uh, a Dan. Um, strip around the front. Look, there's bikes. all sorts of things going on, JP, in the last few days, and I mean, quite rightly so. I mean, it is a tight, you know, it's a tight knit bunch of people, and and you know, yep. when, you, when you look at it, and I look down the list, like you know, so Alan Solomonson has been called up to um, put yep. it this way. Here you go. Um, like Monday Avo, I got a call. Monday Avo, I got a call from FPR yep. asking to get in touch with Alan because I couldn't get in touch with him. Would he want to come and drive the car? So Alan was, you know, sleeping, sleeping, you know, and that was just a little bit too late. By the time it got to him, um, his old cohort, uh, Richard Lyons, had got the gig. But yeah. um, Alan managed with, to get in with, with, with Mark Wayne. Yeah. That'll be interesting on the on the drive yes. change scenario. Yeah. But nonetheless, like if you look at a wall, like you know, between a Lyons or Mark Lee or Richard Westbrook, or um, uh, there's just so. There's so many of them. Yep. Patrick Long. They've all driven together at one oh, stage. Yeah, so everybody sure. knows everybody. Yeah. So Marino, Frank Kitty. 
It's very, very, it's very, very yeah. tight stuff. So it is. I'm just going to grab these. So, um, target. Okay. So they all did a test yesterday at Queensland Raceway, and just so that the overseas drivers could all get a feel for the V8s, because obviously a lot of them hadn't uh, driven a V8 before. Um, certainly, um, a couple of the guys who were used to um, left hookers uh, <laughs> were spotted trying to get in the wrong door, which is quite amusing. Um, and they've come up with some times from Queensland, um, but the thing is you don't actually know who was driving and who set the fastest lap. You would presume that it would be the local guys, but that's not necessarily the case because, you know, for argument's sake, um, Greg Murphy, who was quickest at Bathurst and got pole, was 28th in the shakedown at Queensland International um, with Oliver Gavin. Um, so I would suggest that maybe Murph didn't even hardly do any driving at all and Oliver probably set the lap. But uh, it's uh, an interesting sort of... Like, I don't run down. I don't think those. And you can't pin I don't any, think anything you, went on. Exactly. You can't, pin, any, any you can't pin anything down because it's just all over. It was a great race late last year, but I was great, great race. In fact, I thought it was going to be you know, a bit of a uh, you know, crash fest, but it actually yep. ended up being, you know, apart from Bill Murph, not crashing the room. But it was, um, it was actually pretty good, so. Um, so anyway, so that's what's been happening now. But let's, let, rewinding a little bit, a little bit more, even though people have talked about it. But you know, hey, there we were with, with like Smelly Al and and and, and Murph and uh, got the pole. Um, yep. What was a bit of a downer there? I thought it was a bit a bit cheeky, wasn't it? We might have been talking about it on the on the show. Was it a bit cheeky? No, it wasn't. We didn't talk about it on the show. Oh, I don't know. But um, no, we that, didn't. That, it was a long weekend. That, we didn't that, talk that, about that, it. That Winkers one bung basically came along and said, I, oh, you know, it's a raw deal. On the TV coverage at the end of the yeah, top yeah. ten shootout, and he basically said that it was uh, a non-event, I think he yeah, described yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. That'd be fine. Now, okay, so if you want so, to plonker and you, and, you, and you put it on the pole and you'd never been there before, that might have had a bit of validity. But we're talking about Murphy had the lap record there and always goes good there. So it's great to see those guys come back third. But I mean, what a shocking well, weekend the whole of Kelly racing had anyway. Yeah, I know. You know it's going on there. But obviously, but, bad energy. Mm, but, hey... Murph and Al, good on them. They did very well. What well, my glasses doing? Oh, no. Viewers, we won't be getting any any news about anything. if Hardy can't find his glasses. Won't be able to see a bloody thing. So just talk amongst yourself for a minute, because I don't know what he's planning on coming up with next. I believe he's going to try and read out some of that list from uh, High Country. So while he's fart-assing around, and I'm talking V8s anyway, and this coming weekend, um, you might want to be uh, interested to know that Armoral, who presented Murph with a cheque for five grand for winning pole at uh, Bathurst, have put up more cash for this weekend's round um, in Queensland. And the Gold Coast 600 will now have a pole position on Saturday and Sunday, like for each round that will now be worth five grand. So normally it's two and a half grand for each round. Um, and then if somebody can get pole both days, both the Saturday and the Sunday, they get a 10 grand bonus. So uh, Armour Roll have certainly upped the ante there. 
I'll have to fly by the seat of my pants, Jake. I yeah, can't fly a damn thing. Do you want to borrow my glasses? Yeah, why not? Because you can usually... I can usually oh, I just can't see the fine print on the back of a so shampoo bottle in the morning after I've been drinking for 3am. Well, that makes sense. So who have we got? Who are the, who are the entrants? Who's, oh, who's no. interesting? What do you want me to tell you? Well, well you were going to sort of touch on the high country and who who's there. And... The high country? Mm. Oh, la-di-da. It'll be marmalade. <laughs> We might talk about that later if you want to. Marmalade. Shut up. Well, um, do you know what you're looking at? Nah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit, honestly, viewers, I am a bit sixes and sevens because of what's going on. I'm, I have to say, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, mis- I'm not running on all cylinders. It's been a bit of a um, traumatic. Couple of yeah, weeks. it's been. It has been oh. a traumatic week. So. I'm sort of just just bubbling along, mm-hmm. bubbling, bubble. having a few a few wineers, wine wineers, and wine-ins. nice uh, <laughs> trout. This is very nice, actually. It's got Hardy's got this trout pate from a company called Yummies or Yumis. We have Y U M I S. I mean, but uh, but it's very very pleasant. Doesn't say what sort of trout. Doesn't say it's freshwater or you know. Lots of sea or no, shut up. There's a very rude gesticulation going on there, viewers. Right, well, I've spoken about a bit about V8s. What do you got to talk about? Well, mate, I, since you can't read that bloody list you got there. Okay, so um, the Formula One race here uh, on the weekend. Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, on initial investigation or interpretation, what that's not right words either. On the, on the, uh, anyway. I was going, this is starting to be a bit of a snooze fest. But as the race went on, it was interesting to see the different strengths and weaknesses of the, of the top top cars. Mm-hmm. And the last 20 laps, whilst they were... um wasn't a lot of overtaking going on. You could see that how, how some cars would be much, much... like Especially like Hamilton's car would be yes. so much quicker out of a bend... Uh, and onto the straight than the Red Bull cars. Because they could put the power down better, supposedly. Yet, yet, yet Fatel managed to get up the front there and, and, and win the yep. race and, and seal the drivers' championship. It's just drivers and constructors for two years in a row. Oh, oh, sorry, Red Bull. Of course. Seal yeah. the constructors' championship, yeah, which he yeah. we done previously um, a week before. And this was the first time I think there'd been a, a, a dry race in Korea because it had only been there one year before. And I That's looked right. at the map and it looked like the map from a a, a drawing perspective it looked like it was going to be around the city, but it was anything but. <laughs> it was like a, on the foreshore of a sort of a shipping area with old big Hyundai cranes in the distance, and there was just there was, there was just nothing there. Down the docks, son. We're going to race down the docks. It wasn't down the docks. It was like Barcelona <laughs> docks. Hyundai <laughs> cranes in the background. Big cranes. <laughs> anyway. But it was interesting to see, you know, the, the differences there. There was a couple of funny incidences there, the little run there, pit lane, with Rosberg and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Rosberg uh, and... Uh, Rosberg and someone. And yeah. Hamilton, I think it was. Is it Hamilton? Oh, well, I don't know. Oh, Button or something. Yeah. And then he, 
They're basically they were right next to each other. And, you know, look, if we were accurate, we wouldn't be radio hotline. True. This is very. And then he's very, given very it the big ka-ching, and yeah. like, and it's ka-ching. sort of like gone into the exit, very, very, uh, the, the little, very hard left-hander. Um, yep. As you came out of the pit lane, just a uh, short, a little bit there, ran a bit wide, and caught the ire of Martin Brundle and David Coulthard in the, <laughs> in, yeah, you in know, the, box. the people that can ruin your career with, I one, see, uh, with one, one, one word. Vitaly Petrov had to uh, eat a bit of humble pie and apologise to Schumacher for smacking him up the arse. Yeah, but, but, but interestingly... But conversely, got, the Schumi actually got on the radio and said, hey, it's, it's racing, it's right, and he I, did. I've done the same. I couldn't believe, actually... In both the race coverage and the subsequent press releases and, and blurb that you read, that Schum- Schumacher was very, very low key about it and not a bit upset. Well, so, um, you know, he's been under the microscope for no particular reason. You know, again, well, just because he's an ex-world champion. Yeah, but that's right. Many... You go, oh, like those people make it out like he can't drive grease to cut his arse. Well, which he obviously can. So, hmm. Well, yeah. Probably his brother can. But it was good to see Hamilton actually get back and do something right after the run of luck he's had lately. And interestingly, I note that um, talking about the blurb that's out I about... Seen any long faces? And the press conferences. Well, they reckon that he was very... Depressed. Long face, but I didn't see any long faces at all. I found some yeah, well, short faces. Short, no horses. Round faces. Um, from Korea. But he was saying that uh, he hasn't been home for a month. Now, I don't know what that means. That I mean, OK, they've had three flyaway races and they've been... In Asia, inverted commas. So there's obviously no point in travelling back to the UK or whatever in between. But um, apparently he's looking forward to uh, getting back there. But there's a bit of speculation about whether he's had a falling out with the girlfriend or whether he's got personal What do you want to do? How would you know all this stuff, JP? What? You think he's been, like, racking up in some L.A. lounge? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying what I've read. But so, so, but you've got so, some, but it's so, inside but, stuff, but, isn't it? No, it's outside. I say you just don't know anything at all. You're no, making no, it all just, up. Just being but you're meant, to, and, but you're and, you meant to give the impression what to to radio hot that viewers. Yes. That, that, you know we actually you know what's going on. You know that, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> don't clench your teeth at me. You're all yeah. the big ground away. Uh, Why do you wear those teeth guards at night? Teeth guards, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, Stop yeah. your grinding. Have you been grinding? No, I don't grind. You used to. <laughs> but I'm married now, so I'm giving it up. <laughs> grinding days are over. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Moving right along. I'll start a rumour you'll be single soon. So yeah, that'll be right. Do you want, do you want me to get a rumour again? <laughs> what about that, what about that the, the, the opening supermarkets down the South East rumour that's never been opening supermarkets? Well, you, you know, know. What, about that? what about Phil that? Gallagher sorted that one out. Phil Gallagher prawns. Phil Gallagher prawns. What down there about Mount Gambia when he used to be going He was constantly on about my girlfriend at Mount Gambia. Right, like straight to Lady's face the whole time. So, no wonder she cracked the shits at the wedding. Well, yeah, there you go. Those viewers, it, it is worth... It is, <laughs> it is worth what? Reiterating about <laughs> yeah, 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 your yeah. missus absolutely yeah, cracked yeah, 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 yeah. at the wedding. Because of the wind-up from Gillum. Yeah, that's right. But it, uh, and, she, and she got up, and she's not... She's she's a, a powerful small package. She is a powerful small package. And what? boy, did it come out. <laughs> yeah, that's the end of that. Uh, right on. No wonder you're not allowed out. That's right. So what did you reckon on Weber's performance? 
Australia. I mean, he's trying so hard, and apparently um, Red Bull are now going to try and um, make sure that he gets second in the championship, which is which is a nice sort of thing to do. <laughs> but, it on. You know. Or are they going to make sure? They fi- is it fixing now? Well, it could, but could well be. It could be team orders that says to Vettel, well, you go second because that's all right. They can't do that. And, you know, let Mark win. No, I, won't, I, won't. I don't think they'll do that either. But, you know, it's good speculation. But they can't be fixing things. Why not? Ferrari did for years. Oh, did I say that? I don't know. Is that inside information? <laughs> yeah. That's Radio Hot Lap Scoop, that one. <laughs> and if you believe that, you believe it, ain't we, we should, you know, I, we, we should get sued for a change. No, we shouldn't. Yes, we have. We shouldn't. Oh, look, look, we haven't got anything. <laughs> That's great. You know, you can go the whole hog and they go, well, we, we'll, we want everything. So, so we've got nothing. That's right. We've got a barbecue and a dog. That's it. Nothing else. Green car. Oh, we won't want to be getting that. Yeah. Depends who it is. Depends who it is. <laughs> I don't want it. Had it for a year now. You haven't had it for a year yet. I have. It's not quite a year. It is. Well, it must be time you regoed it then. Mustn't it? Nice hat. So, it is a nice hat. Do we need to talk about that? Do we need to talk about that? And his miserableness. Now, I only caught up with the folks for a moment, but it's very unusual that we didn't have our, you know, Chinese-y thing. But because we were so involved with the Zakanovic Towers, and and it was a great weekend. Fogues himself... To be, to be fair to him, was also very involved. He, he had a couple of extra stories that he needed to write, and he was very focused on doing his job as a uh, fully focused roving editor for uh, Auto Action. Oh, I mean, like it's not like you'd ever get a phone call from the guy saying, well, "Would you want to come out and have a beer anymore?" <laughs> Remember, it was like, "Hello," it was like, "Hi, can I be on the show now?" And he, oh, I, I think I'm available this week, and now it's like you're going to get the full brush. No, you haven't got the full brush. <laughs> He was okay, he was fine. Well, he got back to his place on the yeah. Monday night and fucking scold a bottle of red. Oh, did I say that? Well, you what, $3.99? Huh? No, I think it was a bit more than that. Well, probably about $7. <laughs> That's about the one that Julia brought up. <laughs> no, I think it was better than that. But you didn't anyway. start for dinner because he'd already had some lunch. He didn't know. No. Well, it's... It was too late. Anyway, when we got back in a bloody Melbourne was just a total nightmare. But you were, you were, he jerked you around. The all Western Ring Road went from four lanes to two to one, and then you get through all of that, and it just opens out to four lanes again, and then you come up to the Burnley Tunnel, and it's uh uh-uh, uh, sorry, three lanes goes into one again because we're the Berlin we're Tunnel. In the tunnel. The Berlin Tunnel. That was pissing me off. Because oh, sure. Fogs is roaring off ahead. Although we did have a good drag on the way back in by the uh, Hume Highway. We turned back on just after Did Yaz. you beat him? Did you beat him? No, I didn't beat him, no, no. But I kept up with him, and I think he was a bit pissed about that. Because oh, I saw okay. him keep looking in the mirror, because he's got the boot into the HSV, and, like, JP's Rex is still sitting there about three car lengths behind, just the well, same I thought as it has was... been all the way through. I, look, JP, I drove the car over, um, and it's, you know, it's a current spec sort of thing, but anyway, it's... I, I when we went for that thing and then did some of the stages there, yeah. I was surprised how how yeah, you could keep up. Certainly the, the, the Fogus could, could get away, but um, you know it's also a trickier car to drive, I suppose, faster. It's just got a lot of grunt, and being a front-wheel drive car, mm. it's a bit, like, a bit harder to know exactly. You've got to learn it. Um, and uh, so it definitely hangs on. I, I just didn't the, like the, 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 the gear. No, you didn't, did you? No, well, I just wasn't used to it. Mm. I, I couldn't... Yeah, you need to get used to it. Yeah. But having said that, mm. there's some, I've had a few issues with the focus gears. Yeah. That's a 
short shifters. Slush box. Slush box. But yeah, yeah. So he, he he really did. He did mess you around, didn't he? In terms of not getting you back home and and sort of yeah, he was all right. It was just a bit, you know, cheap boy in. No, no, no dinner. That was the main issue. I mean, last year at least we got pizza on one. But he'd eaten, so he didn't eat it. But it was well, bad. he had a couple of sandwiches that he'd stolen from the um, meeting centre the day before. Oh, he's so tight. <laughs> Furious. <laughs> the, the tightness is killing me. Oh, uh, speaking speaking of killing me. Yes. Um, oh, yeah, you've got. No, no, yeah, I know. But have you? can you get me at one of these cases? These Griffin cases are really yes. great. Do you have yeah. any? Yeah. Can you get me one? Yeah, we've got Griffin. Yeah, and... Now this is the new. Now, this is the new. No, not that one. I don't want this. Is That's it? a spec one. This one. No, this is a Griffin. Yeah, I but I had. The... I don't want. It's a Griffin or nothing. Right. Okay. Well, I'm right. just telling you that I had the Griffin carbon fibre so jobbing. I, like I that. want the Griffin. And though. when I dropped it, it's not rubbery enough. I and want, the plastic. This is what I want. Okay. Right. right. Now the question is, I need it quickly because I need to send it to Bris Vegas. Mm. Because Bris Vegas got my iPhone 4 last week, mm-hmm. and I got a new 4S. Yeah, So, um, what do you notice about it, straight away? How that it is in, you know, that's in the old case. Apart from the dog sticker being a bit chewed. Nothing. Oh. Has that changed? That's too... The silence button is slightly... It is. It's down... It's down by about three mils. Yeah, right. Two or three mils. It still works, but that's... Yeah, Is Is that the the whole difference? Nothing else appears to be different. That's it. Okay. And so, therefore, what you're saying is, obviously, that case is no good because um, you can't get to the silence button. Absolutely correct. But you can get to it. So I ended up with the new 4S phone, JP, and I yes. wouldn't suggest you go and buy one, you know, if you've already got a 4, but it was a case of that the Bruce Vegas handed me the bill for the phone, which was $264 for the last month. And she doesn't have any data and it's on a limited plan, you know, oh, like no. a complete Oh, jerk. extra, extra, extra. So I said, right, cancel all, cancel all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and I thought, well, 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 I'll just give her my 4. You know, and, and take, it, take it out to Optus, swap it over, yeah. um, and got it on an all year unique plan, you know, off contract for 79 bucks, but that was oh, everything, except, everything except international, you know, yep. calling and, and text. And then for 20 bucks more, I grabbed a new 4S and I didn't need it, but anyway, it's all right. But I just thought, like, I'll just give you a demo of the, you know, the Siri, the, the sound Siri. system that yeah. it sort of works. Beta, but beta. Yeah, that's because you're talking. Uh, Siri, can you set up a reminder for this evening, please? When would you like me to remind you? Uh, 7.45pm. Here's your reminder for today at 7.45pm. Shall I create it? Yes. Okay, I'll remind you. Uh, Siri, can you change the name of the reminder, please? I can't update reminders. Sorry about that. 
<laughs> She's a pine. We'll change the name of the appointment. Okay, John. What's the new title for this meeting? Uh, Chinese restaurant. Change to your meeting. Great, thank Are you. Are you ready for me to schedule it? Yeah, yeah, schedule it where it shines. John, I don't understand. Philip, <laughs> where it shines. Okay. <laughs> where it shines. <laughs> schedule it. <laughs> oh dear. When is your meeting? That's fine. Just leave it as it is. Thank you. Thank you, Siri. Okay. When's the meeting? They just cancel the fucking meeting. <laughs> okay, then. I won't create the meeting. <laughs> She's obviously got used to your voice. What? <laughs> JP, leave her alone. Which port? No, no. Can't. Cancel. Vintage. You fucking wanker. Vintage. Get off. Okay. No. <laughs> Call Fortuna. Calling Fortuna. Mobile. Can we get a table for two at 7.45, please? Uh, John. John. Yeah, that's great. Thanks. Josh Scott. That's his brother. We won't be there by 7.45. What does it matter? He wouldn't know who it was anyway. Josh or Scott. He sounds like he's been on the... <laughs> on the pipes today, that bloke. <laughs> it was Sam Lucky busy. She just must have brought a bit in. Anyway. Come back from overseas. Anyway, so yeah, the 4S, but um, I suppose that means we're so, on. Are we on tech time now? Yeah, yeah I suppose we are. So what, in the last week or so, um, there's been a, a heap of stuff going on there in that space and the arrival of the iOS 5 operating system, which seems to have been quite a, a relatively painless upgrade for existing users and, um, you know, to, you know, Server, server, um, uh, server demands taken into account. Um, same with that. Uh, at the same time that uh, Apple launched their iCloud service, and yes, that, that, I think it, it's looking like it's actually very, very quite, quite clever technology. However, it should be pointed out, viewers, that um, they're going to give you five gigabyte of space, right, and so, so free, and then you can buy up to fifty gigabyte of space. On top of that, bear in mind that if you most devices are either 16 gigabyte or above, so and in the iPhone 4 sector, you only had an eight, uh, sorry, a 16 and 32, yep. and then the iPads you had a 16, 32, and 64. So invariably, most people are going to be, unless they know how to manage their content cleverly, and there are a hell of a lot of levers to be pulled and pushed around the iCloud set up on multiple devices. So it's not that it's not that not that straightforward. Like their marketing's very, very good and it, it, it works okay. It really does, but you really need a bit of you need a bit of tech a bit of a, a tech help there to be able to get that going.
But my best advice, JP, would be from here on in, viewers, buy the devices of the same physical specification in terms of size. Yeah, uh, because you're going to be downloading the same thing to all of the devices. Well, it's not that you necessarily, you know, okay, so well, you've you got bought, access to Well, you bought Goldfinger, you know, yeah. James Bond in 720p because 1080p is not available yet in full HD. To watch it on your iPad, you know, and at 1280 by 720, that's still sufficiently high enough resolution for that device. But you're going to go synchronise, not knowing that you're going to actually push that content onto your iPhone. Now, that'll be fun to show someone, you know, like Goldfinger getting sucked out the window of the jet. You know, um, at the pub with your mates because you want to show them that you've got that 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 movie on there, but it's not really worthwhile taking up that space. And because right. by default you're going to sort of synchronise everything, yep. and you're going to get yourself into trouble. So that's that's so a that's a good bit of advice. And also, you, people are going to be forced into paying for extra space and feel that they're going to be they've been a bit ripped off because it, five gigabyte actually is the same amount, the maximum free amount that you could get through a Dropbox scenario. Yes. Two, by, two yep. by default, and then an extra three in quarter gigabyte lumps by yep. um, referrals. Referring mates. Yeah. So what you're basically saying, though, is the fact that if you've got a 32 gig iPad, you need a 32 gig iPhone if you're going to be sharing the same content. You don't need two. it, but it, from here on in, it makes a lot of sense that if you're going to use the cloud service, that you think about what you really want, you know, on on what device. Yeah. And I haven't got into exclusions yet in terms yeah. of going, yeah, do that, but, you know, like in setting up, like, logical questions, mm-hmm. saying, if file is greater than this, then do not load to this device. Yeah, well, there's a few tricks in that there. I mean, just my iTunes library, for argument's sake, on my iPod, on my good old 60 gig, I've got a pretty huge library. Now, the minute I've got a, an iPad which is only 16 gig, and an iPhone, which is only 16 gig. Um, I've obviously got the iTunes that I automatically update or whatever on those other two devices significantly skimmed down and different folders for what I want to put on those. But it isn't. don't you feel, isn't it quite true, JP, that, that most people will probably just go synchronise because Without thinking about it, because, because that's you know, how Apple makes it simple. No, but you know you don't need all 60 gigabyte of, no, of music. Although you also might say, this, oh, I never know when I want that song. That travel. How, hang about. I mean, we travelled across mm. to Bathurst and yeah. you had one, pod, one or two podcasts on there yep. and virtually no music, which was any mm. relevance to me in the 60 yeah. gigabyte. Yeah, yeah. And, mm. True. So. That's because you like shit music. Maybe so, <laughs> no. but but it but takes a lot more time. I know what you mean. And rationalising it does, and, and this is and that's the big thing is that just managing your iTunes on a single device can get painful in terms of what you want and what you don't want to sync uh, to your iPod, let alone to two other devices. Well, let's well. look at the average family. I mean, the average family. Let's just say three kids. Yep, two kids. Two, two kids. Two kids. Mum and dad. Mum and dad. They're going to have at least one computer in the house, and just for the sake of argument, mm. to say they do have a Macintosh and they have a PC, both of them which right. have an iTunes client. The kids, there are two iPhones, yeah, maybe maybe more, two iPhones, and there's an iPod Touch, Touch and an iPod yeah. Nano, and then an old legacy device like that. They don't yeah. have an Apple. And then Dad's just bought a new iPad. Well, the, the two or three kids 
they're definitely going to have their own account because she can see what I've got, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, Yet yeah. they probably sort of want to share a bit of the data. Mm. Um, and you can because people forget that the, if you if you buy content, you can share it over five devices. Mm. And you just authorise and deauthorise devices as they become redundant or, or, yep. or, or break or, done or are replaced. Yeah, time and, you know, I'd like to give the analogy of, like, why do we go to a refrigerator? We go there because the refrigerator is a device we know that we go to to get cold product that needs to be stored in a cold environment. Yeah. And it's got exit, exhibit A, a fridge. And we have, like, we put, you know, like jars of, of, of yep. stuff on the top, and then we put, like, meaty things at the bottom towards the butter and, and veggies. And, and veggies. And yeah, there's just sort of... the door. And, yeah, yeah. There's no hard or fast written rule, but yeah. what it is, it's a central repository. Mm. Why wouldn't there be the same concept around the home? Yes, that, that would make a lot of sense. And rationalisation, where and this is what I think is going to happen now is that there's going to be a big call for services that can can come in and rationalise that stuff because people are in a mess. Oh well, iTunes has been around for ten years, mm. and now you know you've got these things like iTunes matching would be going to come yep. in, which is like okay for a fee, you, you know you've been able to you've 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 you've, you've ripped a, 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 a CD. Earlier in time, yes, and it's been referenced through GraceNote database, yes, and then for a fixed fee for the year, um, you'll be it'll iTunes will say, oh, okay, you have this earlier version of the course, yep. but it was only sampled at, at a at a lower a lower bit rate, um, okay, because you're part of iTunes Match, we'll give you the better quality one, which then you can which you can across your five yep, devices from the cloud, like a whole. Well, not necessarily. That's not. It's it's not from the cloud. Yeah, the cloud that's, is. That's your access point. You don't have to have it like that. True. The cloud is only for sharing. But look, taking the cloud out of the scenario, right. it's about rationalising. Yeah, please. Let's take the cloud out. It's about right. in the home. If we had a central repository repository for music, that yeah. you know, I could go and look at the shelf. I go right. I don't want that type of music, or this, or this, or this, or, or these books. Or, or these apps, if they would, could be shared. Um, yeah. I'm not sure about the sharing of apps or such, but um, the podcasts and things like that, it, it just makes sense. Yeah, it does. It makes a lot of sense. Because I mean, people why are in a big mess? For three different accounts. You only want to download it once. That's you right. Pull it down, that is. In terms, so. of, in terms of extending the brand, I mean, no one does it better than Apple. And, or rather, mm. in this fact, you know, Steve Jobs and, Jobs and there's a le- legacy. I should be in politics, you know. Once be. again, I said, see jobs, see jobs. Now, by the way, you get onto your radio. Fuck off. Mike. Media Mike. You get onto your media Mike. He's gone. He's gone. Um, that, that they came up, did you see that they had this cars application? Yes. And they, it, it's an application, it's a racing car track on the iPad, and you buy the cars. Yes, I saw that. And yep. it actually has a, obviously, some sort of kind of Bluetooth device in there, which as you move the different car over the, over it, it changes the track conditions. I think yeah. that's absolutely brilliant. On the iPad screen, yeah, it's absolutely yeah, very, very clever. clever. So, it is clever. That's it. That's so it. That's your bit of tech, is it? Oh, no, no, I'll, I'll give you a little bit more. I'll give you some more tech. I'll, go, or I'll give you a little bit more tech than while I'm on the, while I'm on the roll here. Okay. Um, Nokia World in five days' time um, in London. That will be interesting, and I think, like, Nokia, it, you can see some, some actually some cool devices coming out now, but they're not running Windows. They're on uh, Mego 1.2 operating system, which is part of their OV network. But the um, the E9, it's a slick-looking device. But I think next week you're going to see the first 
uh, iteration of, of cool phones from Nokia with the Windows Mango 7.5 operating system. Um, oh, Mango, code name for it. That's looking good. And um, sneak peeks have been shown of ice cream sandwich, the yeah, well, yeah. variant for um, uh, Android. Tell you, it's still a friggin' well, nightmare. But it's a so this is, is going to be you? really interesting now on that. And while we're talking phones, Motorola, they're basically. Uh, setting their sights supposedly directly on the iPhone. Um, they've got a new Spider that is coming out. It's going to have a gig of RAM, 4.3 Super AMOLED, and supposedly an 8 megapixel uh, snap uh, camera. Snap camera. It's supposedly thinner than um, the iPhone. And at the same time, they've just reintroduced the Razer, the good old... Motorola well, that is a very famous phone, very, very successful device. The new one, though, has um, got Kevlar on the screen to protect it against scrapes and scratches, and it's lightweight and only 7.1 millimetres thin, um, so uh, that should be a, an interesting thing as well. And that's going to be running um, Android, um, and obviously then that gives it the opportunity as you when you upgrade to uh, go to your latest operating system which I like to refer to as peaches and cream because I can never remember the proper name what were you looking for just then? okay now I'll tell you what else has happened too the Telstra T-Touch tablet is dead Telstra have announced that it will withdraw the T-Touch tab from the market um, How much did they waste on that? God knows, it was two ninety nine, and interestingly, and the same day they said that they were going to withdraw it from sale, the ne- which was yesterday. Someone's got to get fired. First thing this morning, fancy that, you can now buy an iPad 2 from Telstra. They're going to start selling iPads. So they are waved the white flag. Unspeakables, aren't they? Decided. Are they just not out of control? Uh, who can eat the... Who, who the hell keeps their job there? I know. You have to wonder, don't you? How much would they have blown on all of that? Oh, like imagine a little bit of investment sort of incubates some clever... clever. Oh, and while we're on top... Oh, hold on, no, no. Just quickly before we go to that. Dropbox, which you were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've just raised 250 million US... Um, with some equity company, I think it's the uh, biggest series by value ever. Valued the company at US four billion. They got more than forty five million users now, saving one billion files every three days. So Dropbox has just gone bunter. So now we're going to food, and I know what you're going to bring out. Now, JP, there was a bit of contention that. You felt that the reason why your pizza was not as good as the Zakanovic Towers premium pizzas, as voted by the users at Zakanovic Towers, <laughs> was simply Zekanovic. because, simply because... Are they your glasses? Yeah, they are. You put them in my case. Well, yeah, Idiot. Maybe you've got oh, one. I don't know, I've got yours on. Yeah, well, they just have the chewed. Yeah, these are mine. Yuck! I've got chewed ears. You've got chewed... You've got... Oh, that's better. I can see a lot clearer now. No wonder you couldn't find yours. I was wearing them. You'd put them in my case, you wally. Oh, right, yeah. And and then and you couldn't couldn't see anything. You took the chewed ends. Yeah. 
Got your tune ends behind my ears. Anyway, go on. So we were talking about the pizza the bases. Thing, the only thing you'd be getting nine years. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you have to go over that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, is that uh, you felt that the only reason that yours were uh, inferior were, uh, as opposed to mine being superior, was the uh, was the presence of basil. Basil. Yes, that's right. Exactly right. But because I, I got did fresh basil. To say, JP, we we both did things differently, and and you didn't push it out to the edges. It was much less rustic in its look. Rustic. I, I would, yes, and it was. <laughs> sorry, okay. sorry, dogs. <laughs> and um, I just think you know, just you know, little, little. But uh, these pizza bases, they are they absolutely like so Pane Toscano, available from 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 Coles, and just put Coles? a little bit on them, you know. But we got them in Woolies and Bathurst. Yes, we did get them in Woolies. And there is a Three bucks. Where there. are they manufactured? Toscana. Trademark of Hansel's Food Group Limited. La Casina. Suitable for vegetarians. Doesn't sound. No, I was going to make one for you tonight because well, that's good. I even got that. Well, let's make pizzas instead of going. No, I there. don't want to. I want. <coughs> I want a piece of Chinese. I <coughs> need Chinese for bringing no, through the week. Oh, right. I think that's your shirt. Hansel's Food Australia. I bought last time. No, you didn't. I bought a card out. No, you didn't. No, not at all. Because we were with SWBM and someone. Excuse me. It was not. It was Gino, and I paid. Did you? I did. You sure? Absolutely. He went up an octave there, viewers. Did you notice that? <laughs> now, while we're talking about food, because we are talking about food, this chicken marengo, it's gone off the dial. Not chicken marengo. This comes back to motorsport. This is motorsport food. There's apparently a big private equity group circling fresh pet food giant VIP pet foods. Your old mate, Tony Cuckoo Quinn. Cuckoo Clock Quinn, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> fucking hell! Who would be fucking coming this fucking weekend? They've put a price tag of 450 million on it. And uh, apparently Tony's going to. Uh, Sell it. I hope Tony's exhausted. Tony and he's going to move into confectionery and compete with Nestle and Mars. Who is? Tony Quinn. See, Tony's exhausted. Yeah, that's what he says. I would have never believed it 10 years ago, but you get exhausted. He told the Gold Coast Business News. There you go. It's important for the business to continue on its march that I step outside and buy five more Lamborghinis. Tony said, no, he didn't say that. So he's looking at pursuing opportunities in the confectionery world and going up against Nestle and Mars. Isn't that a great story? It is, isn't it? And he's a target competitor. He is. And so we, we get back to We love him, even if he's got a fucking broken cuckoo cock. Cuckoo cock that he got. Griffin. Oh, dear. Well, that's it for me, viewers. Yeah, well, that's it for me, viewers. And, uh, and let's look forward to a good weekend at the Gold Coast. That's right. And I think uh, perhaps, perhaps... Um, wait, what day are you leaving to go up there? No, I'm not going up there. Oh, I thought you were going. I thought no, we no, no, I, I was going to go up. You were going to go up to that as well and then... I, 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 was gonna, I was going to go up there, but, like, you know, the $5,000 wasn't, wasn't provided on, on the table, you know? Oh, the five grand. The five grand. Did you get dudded on that five grand? Well, I did. Oh, that sucks, I reckon. I did. You know, you get uh, you get people a gig. You do. You know, you work with them, you get mm. nothing. Anyway, well. Oh, well, nothing it'll much all can do come about in, it. Uh, yeah, karma, mate, and it'll all come out in the wash. Slippery dips and, you know, yeah. like, but this is what I want to be up there. I've actually yeah. got stuff to do. Because the hill 
souls are alive. With the sound of me maybe moving there. Oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah. What do you think about that, JP? I've been actually thinking, I looked around, I went, you know, I'm looking for a bit of a sea change. It'll drive you nuts. Not if I lived in the village of Stirling. Mm, I don't know. But anyway, that's something to discuss over dinner, not with the viewers. With the viewers? The viewers who get pissed off. The fewer viewers. That's right. There will be fewer viewers. Well, we start talking about you moving to Stirling. Yeah, but... Yeah, but... Yeah, but... It's not Peter. Or an old packet of silver lime durries. <laughs> yeah, very good. <laughs> mild. <laughs> it's colder up there than being mild. Sterling mild. It's got to be sterling cold. Wasn't there a beer too? There was a light beer from Carlton that was called Sterling. But you've got to understand that with a silver my mild. destiny is to work in the cloud. <laughs> well, okay. We need to go a bit, far, bit further up the hill to Mount Lofty then. <laughs> See if I can later. Let's come up, viewers. Yeah, he's got his wheels and snap off. No, he's got an eight.